Call Maddie anytime. 1300 01 1170 or text 0457 736 736. Welcome to Morning Glory with Maddie Johns. Yes, howdy everybody. Hope you're having a good Friday so far. Uh, Morning Glory today. Uh, big focus on round one, of course. Uh, review the game from last night in a second. Uh, Webby saw Munster's finger up close and... Uh, as I mentioned, that is dry reaching. Uh, movie of the week, the king of comedy. Predictions of a rugby league halfwit. Um, that's coming up a little bit later. Uh, the star of that is producer Ben Hogarth. He's a real wit, half right. Uh, <laughs> Ten minutes of immortality. Webster, Sydney Morning Herald's Andrew Webster. G'day, Webby. How are you? G'day, Matty. The world's yeah. in a good place because rugby league is back. The great rugby league. It was great out there last night. I tell you, the crowd was terrible. They said there were seventeen thousand. They must yeah, have been Thursday count- night. They, I know, but it's they must. Have, do you reckon they were, you were there? Was there seventeen thousand? They no. must be counting legs. No. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> it's a G up. But the game, I thought it was scrappy. But I thought Melbourne were Melbourne of old. I thought they were very mm. tough. Just you know, with all there. those changes and yeah. all those injuries before and during the game, and then getting a close up look at uh, Money Munster's I'm fingers. I'm looking forward to listening to that. Um, I'm morbid. Uh, I enjoy the Jeffrey Dahmer documentary, so no more. Uh, sweet Alex, the maestro. How you going, brother? Very, very well, Matty. How's your, how's your week been? Oh, it's been good. Sitting back, getting ready for rugby league season, getting it underway last yeah. night. It was good to sit back on the couch and mm. listen and watch and basically just get into it. It was good. I'm just going to leave a pause. You can keep going there. I see you just <laughs> wandering off. <laughs> uh, ben Hogarth. Producer Ben, how you going, brother? I'm really well, Matthew. Yes. I'm really well. Yeah. A little bit tired after last night. L- late late finish for us. Yes. I got woken up by Nathan Highmarsh calling me in the, on the car on the way home. Oh, yeah, right. I was already in bed and he's like, oh, hey, man, just wanted to have a chat. What? Yeah. He's That's what Heidi does. Strange man. He's a strange man. I'm like, do you know what time it is? I have radio in the morning. What time do you wrap up that show? Like when when you're uh, done and out the door and back in? I get home. I get home about midnight. He, right. Yeah, he called me at eleven forty-five. Yeah, my wife was not impressed. Jeez, I tell you, the food in the Maldives must be good. Whoa, big been in the Maldives? Yeah. Yes. Why, why would he go to the Maldives? Swinging. He doesn't. Uh, have, swing. wouldn't, I couldn't imagine. He, he went with four four other couples for for a swingers week. Yeah. Week. It was her <laughs> ideas, not his. Uh, but it's uh, just mate. trying to think who would I like to take to the Maldives or swinging? Not him, please don't say, <laughs> not him. Oh, geez, definitely not her. Anyway, gee, yeah. gee, we've started from the really high bar, yes, <laughs> straight from the bat, haven't we? Uh, the eighth immortal, how are you going, Joey? Good morning, good morning, all good morning to my loyal listeners, yes. <laughs> yes. Whoever you may be. <laughs> Once a fortnight, they just, the ratings they spike block. at SEN. Yeah. Well, the ratings do something. Uh, last... Hendo tells me all the time. Is that the boss's name? Hutchie, uh-huh. mate. Oh, Hutchie. Yeah. Hutchie. Yeah. Hendo, yeah. Hutchie, same thing. Yeah. It's Friday morning. Yeah. Hutchie's just driven off the road there yeah. and killed her. <laughs> uh, now, you what... ever heard of a thing called an upgrade, Hutcher? Yeah. Yeah. Hutchie? Yeah. Anyway. yeah. Uh, it's, yes, okay. Uh, Storm 16-12 over Parramatta. Golden Point victory. Entertaining match, Webby. It was a. I'm trying to get you know, like a lot of times you draw your form on both sides later on in the year. Mm. I mean, how would you, um, what did you think about the quality of the match? I thought it was gripping just because it was so close. And mm. as I said, I liked the way that Melbourne hung uh, hung in. And I thought it was unbe- an unbelievably brave effort from Munster. With a, it was a compound. There's so many different diagnoses throughout mm. that game. What it actually was, but they explained afterwards it's a compound. 
dislocation. Dislocation and fracture. Oh. So when in, in the rooms afterwards, and he took, should I talk about this now? Yes. Yeah. So yes, when please. we got in there, when we get, got into the rooms, and he's come out of the, like nothing's happened, and he's got his hand wrapped in a bloodied tissue, and I said, come on, I have a look, and he took it away, and it's like two big fat sausages, Just fingers, um, and like the middle trail. finger and the ring finger, but the ring finger, it looked like someone had tortured him and pulled the fingernail off with some pliers. Mm. What? And split the webbing? Yeah, yeah oh. no, 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 no. It was right on the tip. So, oh. the, so the bones come through the top near the fingernail. Yeah. Uh, honestly, it was... So that's, you, that's operation then. You, yeah. It's definitely an operation. So how, how, but they're talking... This is the thing though. They, they're very cagey, the Storm. I think they were trying to throw off and say that he'll be back next... He'll be, he's like going to play next week. No. But, no. Yeah, have you guys had compounds at all? Uh, no. No. I, I went, uh, snapped a couple of tendons in my finger when I was in England. Um, never got it done. That's why I can't play guitar. <laughs> my small hands as well, and no sense of rhythm. Uh, but no, I've never done the uh, compound fraction. Robert Nasty. Davis. Well, he's having an operation, right? So if he's having yeah. an operation, I couldn't. He won't be playing the next couple of weeks. No, surely. that's what I thought. Robbie O. Davis uh, in the early two thousand, he had a compound fracture of the nose, possibly the worst thing I've ever seen on the footy field. Mm. So when he yuck. So well, when well, the bridge of the nose was going east, and then <laughs> and then horrendous. The snorkel with the nostrils, it was going the other way. Mm. Right. Yeah. Same thing with the day I actually snapped. <laughs> it was actually funny because <laughs> it happened to Robbie. <laughs> Terry, Terry O'Connor, who is on the coverage we're looking at uh, over in B, Sky Sports there in England, is that Terry O'Connor, very, very funny, laconic front rower, as a lot of them are over there in England. Anyway, we're on the way, and I've got sort of nicks over my head, and he's like, have a look at you, you ugly little effer. He goes, look at me. He goes, I play in the front row, not, not a stitch, not a stitch. In that game, he gets belted late against St. Helens, same as Robbie o. I look over and, mate, I couldn't, like Joey, you can't help but laugh. And his middle name was, his real name, Terry O'Connor, to let people know, is Denicious. And I went, ooh, delicious, Denicious. <laughs> the, bo- the bone was again hanging, poking out of the nose. Oh, God. There's a story, of when, like most people, a lot of players I speak to reckon Sam's the toughest bloke they've ever played with or against. You know, in the Sam, are you? <laughs> <laughs> Sam Toucan on, off, on the field <laughs> Sam yeah. Burgess yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's thrown me yeah, no. <laughs> no, But they reckon I, in a game once He like had blood pissing out Sammy Burgess mm. Out of his finger And he just trotted over the sideline And um, the, the replacements looked at it And started dry heaving Because it was that rough wow. And Sam's just going to tape it up And they're going Sam there's blood Flowing out of your finger. So when when I heard compound fracture, mm. whatever uh, uh, dislocation, I thought that's it. He won't come back. But he did. he did. I think that's one of the best storm victories I've seen in years. Yeah. Considering, I think the stats last night. I think they made seventy more tackles. They only had forty five percent of possession on the wrong end of the penalty count and six to go. Mm. And for them to find a way to win a golden point, I got to say Harry Grant. <laughs> oh, that's man. the closest I've seen to a ten out of ten. Yeah. For a long time, and, and you know, tip your hat to Munster. I don't think that they don't win if Munster doesn't. I, go I tell you no. the other bloke, if I was doing Dally M's last night, Josh King would have got King's two good. points. Yeah, and he a was, young, he's classic Ellie, Melbourne Storm player, Ellie Katoa. Oh, what a player! Like he he didn't be. get a lot of the fanfare going to the Storm, but mate, geez, he's got a lot of Jeremy Jeremy uh, Jeremiah Nenai about him. Ali in build and his class. He's got that bit of. Um, Can I say shit in his game? Yes, yeah. a bit got of shit in his liver. Yeah, yes. yeah, you know. Yeah. Like, who but on the, o- on the other hand, the I thought stuff? Parramatta were okay. 
Mm. But they had they had a f- few occasions to win the game. I think the big play was when Micah Sivo grubbed on play zero. Crazy. That was a bit, you know what? He saw it and backed himself. But the other one, Moses was in position twice for field goal and they went down a short side. Yeah, they really lack composure. Is, is that, yeah. it'd be, but is that's that combination. A, is that a hot side? Well, I, I don't know. I think, I think Dylan Brown may have been calling the ball. Yeah, yeah for sure. But that combination between Hodson, Moses, and Dylan Brown will only get better. I've got to say Josh Hodson. He was, he was sensational. Oh, yeah, he was really, really good. I mean, you think about before he had that bad run of injuries with his knees a couple of years ago. Mate, he's only second to Cameron Smith. Yep. He was, uh, he's a brilliant player. Uh, I'll say this about Parramatta. When you go into a season off a grand final and people just go, oh, well, mate, they're about to take that next step, or they expect you to take the next step, Things c- the pressure can be applied very, very quickly. So they lose last night, right? Which is no, look, you know, there's no disgrace in that. Fought hard. Next week, they've got the Sharks. The week after that, they've got Manly. Week after that, they've got Penrith. Then they've got the Roosters. Now, if they're there's every chance they might, yeah, you know, look, they they might win the rest of those games, but there's a there's a chance they might be, yeah, you know, just win one of those, yeah. and suddenly, the pressure takes on a, goes to a whole new level. Brad Arthur afterwards, to me, it felt like he was trying to put on a brave face. With some, he he seemed to think the performance was okay, and he was pretty happy with most of the stuff that he'd he'd seen. But mm. to me, I think it was they they look very clunky. Ben? Now, boys, well, of course, we've uh, got a sponsor this year with McDonald's for I'm Loving It moment of the round. We've only had one game. What would you say your I'm Loving It moment oh, is? Mate, um, Harry Grant. Harry, Harry Grant. Grant's it, you throw. know, as opposed to you know, throwing it back, the easy option is to take the one, one point and just to shoot himself and score that. Shoot down the uh, through the is middle and score. Top the tackle count, 60-odd tackles, and did all the dirty work. And the big play late in the game, Munster puts a bomb up with Jerome Hughes. He's the only one chasing and tackles Gutherson two metres out from the line. Mm. Is, he, is Harry the best player in the storm now? No, nah, Munster. Still Munster? I tell you what, I'd, I'd, tell I'd you have him on par. After his World Cup campaign. But do you know too. when he scored? Like, he had, like the, his left arm was pinned underneath him. Yeah. Okay, so he's one for it. He kept it up. He was that so, close for us. Yeah. So storm, storm fully fit and flying. Could they win a grand final without Harry Grant at dummy half? No. Right? No, they can't. I don't think they win. I don't think they make the grand final, and I think they're they're pushing it uphill to be final four if they lose Harry Munster or Jerome. Mate, they won't make the eight season. if they yeah. lose any of those. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's the thing. I mean, there's been such a big turnover. But that's the thing. Experience. There's no, there was less depth in the game the last few years. Now there's thirty odd players who have gone to the Dolphins, so there's even less yeah. depth. Skinny, isn't it? So if anyone has major injuries to key players, in particular the, the teams that are in the bottom eight, there are no chance, no chance of making the eight. Yeah, Harry, on Harry Grant, I saw him play a number. Like, and everyone is in a rush, a bit like young coaches these days. Everyone's in a rush to get to where they want to go. That mm. makes sense. And you see young guys go into first grade at 18 years of age. Harry Grant took the long way there. You know, didn't become an established first grader until he was, you know, 22 years of age, sat behind Cameron for an extended uh, apprenticeship. Tigers. But it served, him, it served him well. Then that little stint at the Tigers. And I, I watched him play a lot coming through at the uh, Sunshine Coast. You can just see the class. I, I bumped Newcastle and said, mate, there's a kid who's playing there at the sun, sunny coast. You, honestly, you should sign him. He's stuck behind Cameron. You'd be a chance to pick him up. But it just never eventuated. Mm. Uh, but he's... Uh, He's, you could see straight away his leadership values, and he comes from a rugby league family. Like his dad was a very, very good player uh, 
in around that Rockhampton region, and then went and played a couple of years in France. Um, and if you play, and he was a hooker, he like and like Harry, he's a hooker. And if you play, if you were packing into scrums and playing hooker in France, you are tough. Yeah, right. They right. say, okay, French fair go. Where's uh, where, where's Moses with the contract? I, I just think they have we're to get do it that. done. You're going to do that next break, okay. aren't we, Webby? Yes, we you are. Right, that's, well, that's going to be interesting. I've got some non-breaking news. Do you think breaking. Brad Arthur is happy about <laughs> Ryan Madison being the tight ass and not oh. paying $4,000 <laughs> taken the three-week suspension? I reckon suspension. he's less happy when they try to, he tried to get out of it and flip it. Oh. Mate, it, it's Oops. just – can you, that that's incredible. No. For, you know, like if they said twenty grand. And three or four games, you'd you'd pay the twenty grand. Yeah, four grand. They were they were they were down a lot of players last night. No Sean Lane, obviously. I, I think they're you know, still a threat. Do you, yeah, how, where do you see Para after that performance? Oh, I got him around the finals. I, I think seven or eight, and I, I, that hasn't really changed. There was definitely life. first game mistakes. That that Mike Sivo, like yeah, first, first play down the edge when he kicked it out. I, I thought I was, that. Oh. I thought that showed championship qualities. Yeah, right. Still okay. like, at fully fit, I think they'll be up there. What, what, I thought Hopgood was good for them. He was good. Yeah, he was good. He, he was a young Penrith player. Yeah. Mm. Isn't it funny with Penrith, uh, the players, that, you know, the, the young players that have, they've got some really big decisions to make about their older players coming up the next season or two because yeah. they've got some great young blokes coming through and if they don't move a couple of the older blokes on, they'll lose that next generation. I watched the I watched the grand final again yesterday before going to the game. They were unbelievable. Like, the way they I, give I'm, you nothing. They gave him absolutely nothing. nothing. Yeah. But also just seeing the different, like just how those players who were no longer there at Penrith, mm. particularly Kickow, like that, I reckon Kickow's a bigger loss. Okay, than well, yes or no? Do you think they can still win the comp Penrith this year? I don't reckon they can. Well, later on we'll get the thoughts of the 88th immortal. We're going to touch on that. Mm, isn't that a tease? We'll take a break. <laughs> Webster next.